Gusto ko po muling bumati sa inyo ng magandang hapon. And if you are joining us online, kung kayo po ay kasama namin sa Facebook or sa YouTube, binabati rin po namin kayo. And masaya kaming makasama kayo ngayon ha, sa ating pagsamba sa Panginoon. Inyo po bang naisip na ito ay ating fourth time na to worship face to face? Isang buwan na. No? Hindi po ba? Yes! Can we just appreciate God? Hindi ko po alam kung naisip nyo before, bago po tayo nagsimula, kailan ba tayo? Kailan ba tayo muling makakasamba sa Panginoon? Eto na! Nandito na po tayo and we are worshiping God and able to come together as a church and truly, tayo po ay nagpapasalamat sa Panginoon. Subalit so, sa ating pong pagbabalik, sa ating uh, pagsasama-sama, hindi po pwedeng guards down. No, tayo po ay kailangan manatiling vigilant, uh, lalo na hindi pa talagang totally out of danger tayo pagdating sa mga uh, karamdaman at sa COVID. So isa pong uh, mahalagang paalala sa atin, lalo na po yung mga narito ngayon. Ngayon po kung tayo ay nakakaramdam ng mga symptoms, no, uh, masama ang ating pakiramdam, mayroong ubo, sipon, ang ating pong encouragement ay manatili po muna tayo sa bahay. No, I know you would love to worship here face to face and live pero isa pong uh, uh, akto ng pagmamahal yung pong protektahan din natin yung mga nasa paligid natin. And so kung tayo po ay naka, may karamdaman, uh, narara, may uh, sakit na nararanasan, uh, manatili po muna tayo tayo magpagaling at kung tayo magaling na then we are most welcome to come here together and worship the Lord. Tayo po ngayon ay magpapatuloy sa ating series na pinamagatang Work Matters. Finding success in the routines of life. Finding success and meaning in the routines of life. Kayo po ba ay nabibless sa ating series? I hope so. Alam niyo po, ang dami napakaraming aral dito sa series na ito. Even I am convicted sa, sa linggo-linggo kong naririnig. Uh, sa series na ito. And I pray that today ay patuloy na mangusap ang Panginoon sa atin. I know Pastor Eric already prayed, pero maaari ko ba kayong anyayahan na uh, manalangin muli? And let's just lift our time to the Lord. Tayo po yung manalangin. Aming Diyos, Ama, kapagmahal at makapangyarihan, nagpapasalamat po kami na narito kami ngayon upang sambahin ka, awitan ka ng mga worship songs, makasama ang aming mga kapatid sa pananampalataya. Our prayer, dear God, is sa aming pagtitipon ngayon, ikaw po ay patuloy na mangusap sa bawat isa. Lord, maaring mayroong mga problema, may mga bagay na umabagabag sa aming mga puso, mga alalahanin, I pray dear God na ito po ay maitaas namin sa inyo at kayo po ay mangusap sa amin. Minister to us in whatever situation, Panginoon, na aming kinaharap. And we pray dear God na yung inyong salita ngayong hapon ang maibahagi. I pray dear God na gamitin niyo po ako that I would decrease, that you would increase at ikaw ang maluwalhati sa aming kalagitnaan ngayon. Nagpapasalamat po kami sa, panalang, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. And amen. So sa atin pong pagsisimula, nais ko pong tanungin sa inyo, uh, sino po sa inyo may kaaway? O naranasan na magkaroon ng kaaway o kagalit? Sino po? Ay, ilan lang sa inyo, ang babayit pala ng karamihan sa atin. No? Uh, I'm sure marami po sa atin, huwag niyo pong ituro, baka katabi ninyo, ito kaaway ko. No? At I'm sure naranasan na po natin yung magkaroon ng kaaway o kagalit. And ano po ba yung pakiramdam ng merong kaaway? Sino dito gusto yung pakiramdam na may kaaway siya? Uh, sino po dito naghahanap ng away? Diba? Hindi po maganda yung pakiramdam ng may kaaway, yung may kaalitan, lalo na kung ikaw yung may kasalanan. Di po ba? Diba? Ayaw po natin yung merong kaaway. And uh, 
ay hindi ko po alam kung naranasan na, ni, na ninyo yung pagkayo may kaaway, meron kayong mga uh, diskusyon sa utak ninyo. No? Kinakausap yung kaaway nyo sa utak ninyo. And uh, parang sinasabi nyo kung anong gusto nyo, ang, anong saloobin ninyo, talaga yung mga hinanakit nyo, sineshare ninyo dun sa kaaway nyo, pero sa utak lamang ninyo. No? Pag tinanong, nakausap mo na ba yung kaaway mo? Oo, sa utak ko. No? Dun lang, eh, napakahirap, napakabigat dalin. Napakahirap ng may kaaway, napaka-toxic, lalo na kung ito'y katrabaho mo o kaklase mo o kasama mo sa bahay. Napakahirap ng may kaalitan. Pero naranasan nyo rin ba yung mayroong, mayroong pagkakataon, mayroong namagitan sa inyong dalawa at uh, may, mayroong namagitna. No? Hindi namagitan, namagitna sa inyong dalawa at nagkaayos kayo. Nagkaroon ng kapatawaran, nagkaroon ng, ng pagkakaayos. At ano yung pakiramdam na yun? Napakagaan. Di ba? Napakagaan ng, wow, lalo na kung tayo may kasalanan. Di po ba? Yung makaranas ng forgiveness. Napaka-precious nitong karamdaman na ito. Ewan ko po, yung meron sa atin, yung nag-aabang tayo na ma-forgive. Minsan, te-text natin, hindi nagre-reply, nasi scene zone tayo. Diba? Napakasakit, napakapait. But to experience forgiveness, wow! What a feeling! Napakasarap. Alam niyo po, yung topic natin today has something to do with forgiveness and reconciliation. No? Ito po ay isang mensahe ng reconciliation. At ang ating mission, tayo ay maging tagapaghatid ng mensahe na ito sa kung saan man tayo linagay ng Panginoon. Whether at work, whether at our homes, whether in our communities, tayo po ay mayroong mensahe na dapat ipamahagi sa ating mga kasama. Kaya ang, pinam- ang title natin ngayong hapon na ito ay Your Workplace is Your Mission Field. Be God's Missionary. Okay? Your workplace is your mission field. Be God's missionary. Pag sinabi po nating workplace, hindi lamang ito ibig sabihin opisina. Maring ito ay inyong community, maring ito ay sa tahanan, maring ito ay sa eskwelahan. Okay, ito yung ating sinasabing workplace. And in this workplace, this is our mission field. At tayo ang missionary ni God. Ang key verse at memory verse natin ngayong hapon na ito is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Ito ang sinasabi. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Okay. Anong sinasabi dito? Unang-una ang sinasabi dito, we are ambassadors. Okay, we are ambassadors. Ang sumulat nito ay si Apostol Pablo at sinasabi niya na kung ikaw ay na kay Kristo, ikaw ay ambassador ni Kristo. Ikaw ang ambassador ni God. Right? Ano bang ibig sabihin ng ambassador? So again, kung tayo ay namamampalataya sa Panginoon, tayo ay ambassador ni God. Kayo po ba ay ambassador ni God? Sabihin nyo nga po sa katabi nyo, Ambassador. Ano? Ambassador po yung katabi ninyo. Right? Yung katabi nyo ngayon ay ambassador. Now, huwag po kayo magpapagawa ng plaka na diplomat. Ha? At tapos kayo ay pupunta sa traffic at exempted na ako sa lahat ng rules. No, sabi po ni Pastor Omar, ambassador ako eh. No, hindi po. Ambassador. What does that mean? Anong ibig sabihin na tayo ay ambassador? Well, ang ambassador po, ito po yung kanyang, uh, marami pong ibang functions ang ambassador, pero ito po yung mga major roles and responsibilities ng isang ambassador. An ambassador represents the interest and policies of their country of origin. Right? Representation. No? Second is, the ambassador works for peace and good relations between the country of origin and the country of destination. No? Maintains good relations. And you act as a spokesperson, tagapaghatid 
ng uh, uh, importanteng impormasyon or communication doon po sa inyong uh, nadistinong lugar. These are the roles of an ambassador. And Paul is saying na tayo po ay ambassadors. We represent the interest of our country of origin. We are rep representatives of heaven. We are to represent God as Christians. We are to work for peace and good relations. And ito yung sinasabi nating importanteng mensahe na ating dapat ipahatid. Right? We are to bring a message of reconciliation. And we are, we are spokesperson of God. Gusto nating ipamahagi sa mga tao ang mabuting balita, ang mensahe, ang salita ng Diyos sa iba. We are ambassadors. Sabihin nyo nga po ulit sa katabi niyo, you are an ambassador. Pag sinabi nating ambassador, ito po yung katumbas na ating tinutukoy ngayon na be God's missionary. Mayroon tayong mission as an ambassador of Christ. We are to be the missionary, a spokesperson, a representative, and we work for peace and good relations. Okay, so we are an ambassador. Para kanino daw? For, for Christ. Not for ourselves, but for Christ. Okay. Natutunan po natin, kung kayo po ay kasama, namin, uh, kasama natin last week, natutunan natin, sino raw ang boss natin? Who do we work for? Jesus, right? Jesus is our boss. And so, if we are missionaries, who is uh, the mission giver? Okay? We are ambassadors for Christ. At ano raw yung mission natin? Ang mission natin is... God, we're making an appeal through us. Meron tayong mission na maghatid ng balita. Ano yung balita na yun? Be reconciled to God. Ito yung gusto nating sabihin sa ibang tao. There's a message of reconciliation coming from God. Now, pag-usapan natin, ano ba tong ibig sabihin ng reconciliation na ito? Bakit natin kailangan ipamahagi itong message of reconciliation? What does this have to do with our workplace? O sa ating mga eskwelahan? O sa ating mga tahanan? Why do we need to be reconciled to God? Alam niyo po, sinasabi sa James chapter 4, verse 4, ito po, sabi ni James, you adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Yung raw pagkikipagkaibigan sa mundo ay causes you to be an enemy of God. Friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God. Ano bang ibig sabihin nun? Maliban na uh, kaibiganin natin yung mga tao dito sa mundo, hindi ho. Ang sinasabi dito is when, when we prioritize the world, when we live for this world more than we live for God, no? yung po mga namumuhay ng taliwas sa kagustuhan uh, ng Panginoon, sa kalooban ng Panginoon. We are enemies of God and that is a big problem. Sabi po ni Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Uh, disobedience. Among them, we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desire of the flesh and of the, of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. Kausap po ni Apostol Pablo, yung mga Kristiyano sa Ephesus. Ang sinasabi niya, dati kayong children of wrath. Dati kayong dead in your trespasses. Nung kayo ay namumuhay according to sa tawag ng laman. Sa lust of the flesh. Kung kayo ay nabubuhay para sa mundong ito, para sa sarili lamang ninyo, para paunlakan yung tawag ng laman, then, we were what? Dead in our trespasses. We were children of wrath. Napakalaking problema. Di po ba? Ang laking problema. 
but because of God's great love. Because God is rich in His mercy. Ang patuloy po na verse niyan, sabi po in verse 4, but God being rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our wrongdoings, made us alive together with Christ. Mayroon pong mensahe ang Panginoon. Napakarami pong tao ang namumuhay as enemies of God. Namumuhay para sa sarili lamang. And maaring mayroon sa atin ngayon na ganun ang, ang, uh, ang buhay. But God has a wonderful message. Mayroon siyang message of reconciliation. Napaka-importante po ng mensahe nito. Sabi po sa Romans 6.23.4, The wages of sin is death. Ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. Napakalaki po ng consequence ng kasalanan. But again, because of God's rich love and grace and mercy, gusto po niya na tayo ay ma-reconcile sa kanya. Ang atin pong mission giver, si Kristo, tayo po ang missionary, tayong tagapaghatid ng balita. The message is a message of reconciliation at sandaw natin dadalhin itong mensahe na ito in our workplace, in our mission field. We will be the bearer of good news. Tayo po yung missionaries na maghahatid nito. Ipapamahagi natin sa mga kasama natin, sa mga mahal natin sa buhay, sa mga kaibigan natin. That yes, there is a big problem. But there is also great hope in Jesus Christ. Yan po yung role natin. Again, wag niyo pong isipin na yung workplace po ay para lamang sa, sa work, sa office. No, kung kayo nagtatrabaho na kahit sa murang edad kahit, kahit kayo bata pa kung kayo po ay estudyante uh, ngayon you have an opportunity to be God's missionary where you are at para patunayan yan meron po tayong isang testimony sharer who will share with us how God has used her to be a missionary in the campus atin pong anayan on stage si Crystaline Evangelista I came to know the Lord on my last year in high school. When I graduated, I regret that being able to use my years in high school to make Jesus known. That's why when I entered college, I was so excited. I started paying for my university to have an Elevate movement, which is CCF's youth movement. But it was not easy. I felt like I was alone. I had no Christian friends nor knew someone from Elevate to start the movement with during that time. Furthermore, I wanted to transfer to another school because I was having a difficult time with my course. But after praying about it, God made it clear that He wanted me to stay and persevere in this course and in this university. He placed me right where I was for His glory. I still felt distress about whether I could survive college, but greater was the burden that God placed in my heart to win the campus for Jesus. So little by little, I started praying for my classmates and sharing the gospel to them whenever I had that op- an opportunity. One time, I grabbed the opportunity to share the gospel in front of our class during my TED Talk presentation. I shared my heart for my campus with, with one of our Elevate Campus missionaries who is also my D-group leader. Eventually, after praying about it, some of the campus missionaries went to my university and together, we approached students randomly and shared the gospel with them. We were able to follow up some of the students and started the discipleship group with them. I was also able to share the gospel with two of my classmates, and we continued to have a D-group every week. My heart was so blessed, and I knew that the Lord was moving and working in and through us. Months have passed. And slowly, the students did not attend the D-groups because of schedule and loads of schoolwork. In addition to that, 
our campus missionaries proposal to the school to have an evangelistic seminar in one of the colleges did not push through. I felt discouraged as I thought our efforts were not bearing fruit, but we never stopped paying. Then the pandemic happened. Who would have thought that God would use this situation to encourage us and move in our campus? We, we started doing online events called Hangouts in Elevate Passing, and we continued to invite one classmate and friend at the time. By God's grace, we do not meet only every Thursday, but also every Saturday after the online youth service. In campus, God made me an influence by appointing me to be an officer in one of our school's organization called JPIA or Junior Philippine Institute of Accountants. And I tried my best to use my influence for God. As an officer, I would end our org meetings by praying for my org mates. And as a senior and as an ate, whom are juniors and freshmen can approach for assistance and for questions in school, I maximize those opportunities to invite them to elevate. As a result, two of them are now part of my D group. Indeed, I can say that prayer really works and faithfulness bears fruit. I will never forget one of our campus missionaries taught us one time. She said that we are student campus missionaries who was sent by God in the campus to make a difference in the lives of our schoolmates, professors, and workers in the campus. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. I am Crystalline B. Evangelista, an ordinary student empowered and used by an extraordinary God. And I can boast this in the name of Jesus, that my college life was not wasted because I spent it serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. To God be all the glory. Let's pray. Panginoon, nagpapasalamat po kami for the testimony that we just heard. Salamat, Panginoon, na ginagamit mo po kami, ginagamit niyo po si Crystalline at ang kanilang ministry, ang Elevate Ministry, sa kanilang eskwelahan. We pray, dear God, na patuloy niyo po silang isustain, patuloy niyo po silang bigyan ng wisdom, how, can they, how they can share the love and truth of Jesus Christ wherever they are, especially in their campus. And also, Lord, we pray for Crystalline sa kanyang buhay. I pray, dear God, na patuloy po siyang lumago sa kanyang pagmamahal at pananampalataya sa inyo. I pray, dear God, that you would just use her, use her life to bring honor and glory to your name. Nagpapasalamat po kami. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Crystalline. Thank you for sharing your story. Alam niyo po, uh, napakalapit sa akin din ng uh, mga story ang ganito, the, the story of, uh, of people coming to faith nung sa murang edad or sa, sa kanilang uh, uh, batang edad. Ako po ay isang produkto ng youth ministry dito sa CCF. Wala po akong simbahan, I did not belong to any church. And meron pong ministry, youth ministry ng CCF, bago pa po elevate noon, uh, that ministered to my school. At meron pong isang estudyante na lumapit lamang sa akin at inimbita ako sa Bible study nila. At you know, the rest is history. No? Isang tao na lumapit lang sa hindi ko po siya kilala. Nagpakilala lamang siya, Hi, ako si, uh, ako si Pot, sabi niya ganun. Gusto mo bang sumama sa Bible study namin? E nagkataon, God just prepared everything. God was already at work, even in my schedule. Yung pong schedule na pag inimbita niya sa akin, Yun lang yung schedule na open ko throughout the week. And you know, I was able to attend and I grew in the Lord as, as I uh, 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 spent some more time with people, uh, with student volunteers like Crystalline. No? And I grew in faith and in the Lord. And ngayon, I have a privilege to serve the Lord full time. Napakabuti po ng Panginoon. Why do we have this mission. Why did God give us a mission to share sa ating mission field? Why are we to be God's missionary? Para po maintindihan natin ito, we need to understand the Father's heart. Ano ba po ang puso ng Diyos Ama? Why is God sending us out? 
Alam niyo po ang totoo niyan is if God's only purpose ay tayo ay maligtas to be saved from our sins at pagkatapos nun wala na, dapat kinuha na tayo. Yung oras na ating uh, binigay ang ating buhay sa Panginoon, dapat tayo dinala na sa langit. But we are still here and God continues to have a purpose para sa bawat isa. And that is to be an ambassador, to be a missionary in the workplace. Ano nga ba ang salubin ng Diyos Ama? What is His will and His purpose? Alam niyo po, in 2 Peter, the heart of the Father is this. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you. Bakit daw? Not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Marami nagsasabi, wala namang consequence. Pwede naman akong patuloy na mamuhay ng, ng ganito. Away from God. Disobedient to God's will. Okay lang naman, wala namang consequence eh. Okay pa ako, ang ganda nga ng buhay ko ngayon. May, may, siguro iniisip natin, bakit yung isang tao na yun, napakasama. Pero na, parang napakasagana ng buhay. Ang bagal naman kumilos ng Panginoon. Marahil inyong sinasabi. But... Look at God's heart. Una, God is a just God. And justice will one day come, will one day be given. But we also have to understand, ang Panginoon, He is a loving, gracious, and merciful God. At sabi dito, He does not wish for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Ito po yun ang puso ng Panginoon for all to come to repentance. Bakit? Gusto rin ng Panginoon, sabi dito in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Ang puso ng Panginoon is to give new life to people. Na- naalala niyo po ba yung panahon na tayo ay namumuhay ng malayo sa Panginoon. And our God has reached out to us, has ministered to us, and has brought us from darkness to light. Ito po yung nais ng Panginoon para sa ating lahat. For us to experience new life in Christ Jesus. For us to experience newness in life. Sabi po sa 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19. Sabi dito, Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Ito raw pagbabago ng ating mga buhay. Lahat ito ay galing sa Panginoon. Namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and He has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Again, ang gusto po ng Panginoon is that we would come to faith that people will be reconciled to Him. At ito raw po ay initiative ng Panginoon. All these things are from God. Sino raw po nagkasala? Ang tao. Tayo. Right? Sa inyo po mga relationship, pag meron po nagkasala sa inyo, sinong dapat humingi ng tawad? Yung nagkasala. Right? Sinong dapat mag-take ng initiative? Yung nagkasala. Right? Ikaw yung may mali eh. Dapat ikaw yung lumapit o ikaw yung magpakumbaba. Right? And usually, we don't do anything. Kung tayo yung nasaktan, kung tayo yung uh, ginawa ng kasalanan, we don't do anything. Right? Pero ito, ang Diyos na, ang Diyos Ama, siya yung ating, siya yung aggrieved. Siya yung ginawa ng kasalanan and yet, in His great love, Siya pa rin nag-initiate. All these things are from God who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Ito pong nais ng Panginoon na ma-reconcile ang tao sa Kanya is, is not just for a few people. 
He wants to reconcile the world to himself. Our workplace is your mission field. Be God's missionary. Ang simpleng mensahe po na gustong, gusto ng Panginoon for us to share sa ating mga katrabaho, sa ating mga kaklase, sa ating mga kasama sa bahay, is this. You see, God loves us so much. So, balit sin has separated us from Him. But because of God's great love and mercy, we can experience forgiveness of our sins and be reconciled with God forever. Ito po yung mansahe na gusto nating ipamahagi sa mga tao. So, this is the heart of the Father, to reconcile people to Himself. Now, ano po yung role natin to be a missionary in the mission field? Ano po ba dapat yung ating maging heart as missionaries? So, we, we heard about the heart of the Father, now the heart of the missionary, and what should be our attitude? What should be our heart? Sabi po sa 2 Corinthians chapter 5:14 to 15, ating pong pabalik na tinata, tinatalakay yung passage, no? And we can see here in verse 14 sabi dito, for the love of Christ controls us. Having concluded this that one died for all, therefore all died. So, isa pong katangian ng isang missionary is to be controlled by the love of Christ. Motivated by love, sa ating pagkilos, sa ating pagbahagi ng mensahe, we need to be motivated by love. Madali po bang magmahal ng kapwa? Lalo na kung medyo pasaway o toxic. No? Tayo po ba? Tayo po ba ay madaling mahalin? I'm sure in your own Workplaces, sa inyong trabaho, sa inyong opisina, sa inyong komunidad o sa eskwelahan, mayroong mga tao na napakahirap mahalin. And if we are not motivated by love, napakahirap po na magbahagi ng isang mabuting balita sa kanila or to show God's love and share God's truth to them. But the heart of a missionary is controlled by love. For we... For the love of Christ controls us, sabi ni Apostle Paul. For the love of Christ controls us. Alam niyo po, hindi natural uh, sa akin itong bagay nito. Uh, many years ago, naalala ko po, sino po sa inyo, katulad ko, uh, pag kayo bumabiyahe, lalo na yung malalayong biyahe, ayaw niyo po na may katabi. Sino po sa inyo yung pag, pagpupunta kayo, mag, magbubuk kayo ng ticket, pupunta kayo sa ticketing office, hahanapin nyo talaga yung wala kayong katabi. No, dito po ako. Yan. Pwede pong ilipat ako dun sa walang katabi. Naalala ko po, meron kaming isang trip to, uh, to, North, to North Africa. And uh, napakahaba po nung, nung flight. And so, may kasama po akong isang campus missionary. At kami po ay magiging bodies doon sa trip na yun. And naalala ko na talagang pinagpipray ko sana. Wala akong katabi. Gusto ko magpahinga. Gusto ko matulog. No? And pagdating ko doon, uh, nagkataon na, na kung saan kami linagay, tabi-tabi kami, ang dami namin katabi. Tapos mayroong isang flight attendant na lumapit sa akin at sinabi sa akin na, uh, Omar, uh, ako yung friend ng tsahin mo o ng tita mo. Uh, gusto mo bang, wala, wala kami ngayong uh, space, uh, business class, <laughs> no, pero pwede kitang i-move to uh, uh, a special section. Gusto mo ba? Na-excite naman ako. No, sabi ko, wow, maluwag, pwede ako magpahinga, pwede ako matulog, yes! Answered prayer. <laughs> no? Sabi ko, wow, thank you Lord, makakapagpahinga ako ang haba ng biyahe. Tinanong ko yung campus missionary sa tabi ko, sabi ko, tara, pwede tayong ilipat, gusto mo ba sumama sa akin? Sabi niya, Kuya Omar, dito na lang ako. Kuya Omar, dito na lang ako. Sabi ko, sige, bahala ka. Basta ako, maluwag, no? Maluwag yung aking upuan, masaya ako. No? And pagdating sa aming destination, it's a, uh, ano man tawag, stopover. 
Ano? Pagdating sa aming destination, uh, at kami patayo na, kinukuha na namin ang aming mga bagahe, nakita ko yung campus missionary, tuwang-tuwa. Sabi sa akin, Kuya Omar, halika, halika, pakilala ko sa'yo. Ito nga pala si ano, katabi ko kanina sa aeroplano. I shared the gospel with him, excited siya, tumanggap siya sa Panginoon. Ako po'y hiyang-hiya sa aking sarili. This guy was so motivated by love na kahit siya ay hindi komportable sa kanyang kinaupuan. He had the heart to stay and share the gospel. I share this as shame to myself na hindi po ito natural sa atin. But I'm reminded about that story that we are to be motivated by love. Sabi po dito, pagpapatuloy, sanya, for the love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died, and He died for all, so that those who live will what? No longer live for themselves, but for Him who died and rose on their behalf. Ang natural tendency po natin ay mamuhay para sa ating sarili. Nako, ayoko mag-minister dyan sa office ko. Si pastor na lang mag-minister dyan sa office ko. Or nako, ayoko. Ang hirap nito mga, ang hirap kausapin itong mga tao na ito. I'm sure naman, hindi naman makikinig yan kung mag-share ako. And we can, what? Live for ourselves. But the Bible tells us that Christ died for all so that those who live would no longer live for themselves. Para saan po ba tayo nabubuhay? Do we live for ourselves? Or do we look out for the interests of others? Last week po ako yung galing sa isang mall at uh, ako po'y pauwi na. And pag uh, pababa ako, magbabayad na po ako ng parking. Kasi ang uso, ang uh, 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 the way they do it now is kukolektan nila yung parking mo bago pa doon sa palabas, no? So pipila tayo, magbabayad doon sa parking booth. And so, pagbaba ko, sabi sa akin ng attendant, ay, sarado po itong booth na to. Punta po kayo doon. Napakalayo. No? So, pagpunta ko doon, nakita ko napakahaba ng pila. Siguro po, mayroong mga sampung katao na nakapila. Sabi ko, uwing-uwi na ako. And ang haba pa ng pila, pero pumila pa rin ako at nandun nakita ko talaga yung mga taong nakapila, galit na galit na, naiinis na. Bakit bang haba nitong pila na to? Right? Ngayon, pagdating ng turn ko, yung pong bill na babayaran, yung parking ticket is 55 pesos, may butal. Wala po akong 5 pesos. And so, nagbigay ako ng 70 pesos. Pagdating ko doon, yung pong uh, parking attendant, medyo stress na siya kasi naiinis na yung mga tao sa kanya. No? Or doon sa sistema. And sabi niya, meron po ba yung 5 pesos? Sa loob-loob ko, dapat binigay ko na kung meron ako, di ba? No? So, yan yung puso ko, di ba? Parang mali eh. Pero sabi ko, wala eh. Wala akong 5 pesos. Ah, sige po, binalik sa akin yung 20, ibig sabihin na lugi siya ng 5 pesos. Tama? And so, uh, sabi ko, eh, well, kas- sa utak ko, kasalanan na yan. Diba? Wala kayong barya. Di kinuha ko na yung 20 pesos at ako'y bumalik na sa kotse. At habang ako'y malayo ho yung aking sasakyan, and habang ako naglalakad, talagang kinonvict ako ng Panginoon. Eh, yung message po nun, be a light. Sabi ng Panginoon, yan ba ang naaayon sa aking kalooban? And so, talagang masama kasi uh, medyo sa loob-loob ko, naiinis na rin ako dahil ang haba ng pila. So, pumasok ko sa kotse. Alam niyo po, nakita ko doon sa sasakyan, meron akong mga 5 pesos na worth 100 pesos na tigfa 5 pesos. And so, ang ginawa ko, kinolekta ko isa-isa. Sabi niya, oh, sige, gawin mo yan. <laughs> 5 pesos, kolekta ko. No? Tapos, sabi ko, may utang ako na 5 pesos, so 105 pesos. Tapos, kinuha ko yung bariya ko po, bumalik ako doon sa parking attendant. Nakita ko, ang haba, 29 taong nakapila. Nagagalit na, sumisigaw na sila. Hindi na kami babalik sa mall na to. Ang pangit ang sistema ninyo. Galit na galit na yung mga tao. E nakita ko, kaawa-awa talaga yung parking. At hindi naman niya kasalanan na nagkaroon ng problema doon sa kanilang sistema. So, lumapit ako sa kanya, binigay ko sa ko, Miss, yung 5 pesos na utang ko. 
Talagang lumiwanag yung buhay, yung buhay. Hindi uh, uh, ni pala advertising to. Okay. So, lumiwanag yung mukha niya. No? And, uh, thank you sir, sabi niya ganun. Sabi ko, miss, pahinging isandaan dyan. Ito, five pesos. Mga five pesos. Hindi niya binilang yung five pesos. Talagang kinuha niya agad. Talagang desperate na siya kasi ang dami ng galit na galit. And, uh, talagang nakita ko yung laking ginhawa sa kanyang buhay. Now, I share this not to brag about something I did. I share this because I realized na kahit saan man tayo, kahit sa, sa mall pa yan o sa kung saan mang lugar, mayroong opportunity. There is an opportunity to share God's love to others. Let us take that opportunity. Maaring sa pagdadrive din nyo, maaring sa isang tindahan o kung saan man mayroon tayong opportunity to live for Christ, to share God's love to others. For Christ died for all so that those who live would no longer live for themselves. The heart of a missionary is one who thinks of others' interests, not just theirs. And finally, in verse 16, sabi dito, Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one by the flesh. Even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet now we know Him this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Anong sinasabi sa atin itong verse na to? We recognize no one by the flesh. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Kadalasan, pag tinitingnan natin ang kapwa natin, is with the eyes of the flesh. Naku, wala ng pag-asa yan. Naku, napakahirap pakisamahan yung taong yan. Naku, nandyan na si ganito. Diba? Alam niyo po ba yung uh, kasabihan na there are people who walk into the room and light up the room. Diba? Meron din mga tao that when they walk away, when they walk away from the room, they light up the room. Ay, salamat, wala na si... Omar. Eh, mayroong mga bago taong ganun. Maaaring tayo yung tao na yun. Mga mahirap pakisamahan. And we look at these people with the eyes of the flesh. But, the heart of the missionary is one who sees people the way God sees them. The way God sees them. And the way God sees them is if they are in Christ, they can be made new. May pag-asa sila sa Panginoon. Mayroon po bang tao sa buhay ninyo, maaring sa opisina, maaring katrabaho, maaring yung boss ninyo, maaring empleyado ninyo, kaklase, kaibigan, na parang ang hirap-hirap pakisamahan. The heart of the missionary is to see them the way God sees them. And in Christ, mayroong pag-asa. Mayroong pagbabago ng buhay. Alam niyo po, nung ako'y lumalaki in high school, pasaway po ako. Sa murang edad in high school, ako'y natuto ng kung ano-anong bisyo. Ako'y nalulong sa drugs, ako po ay nabarkada, ako'y sumali sa isang fraternity na puro talaga kalokohan ng aming ginagawa. At dahil dyan, ako po ay hindi gumraduate ng high school. Ako po ay walang tumanggap sa akin na college nung ako'y bata pa. Alam mo, nung kasagsagan ng aking uh, pagiging pasaway, one time ako umuwi ng uh, isang eh, madaling araw, siguro mga alas dos, alas tres. Ito po ay uh, galing sa isang uh, uh, masamang activity. No? At pag ko, nandun po yung aking mother na sumalubong sa akin. At pagkita niya sa akin, hindi niya pinangaralan, hindi niya ako sinabihan na, oh, bakit late ka na? Bakit ngayon ka lang dumadating? Alam niyo po, naalala ko na nung pag-uwi kong yun, tiningnan ako ng mother ko at sinabi niya sa akin, Omar, I trust you. I trust you. Sa, sa loob-loob ko, 
Ano bang ginawa ko para pagkatiwalaan mo ko? All I ever did was give you problems. All I ever did was give you a hard time. Pero tiningnan niya ako with eyes of hope. The way God sees me and says, Omar, I trust you. Hanggang ngayon, nakaukit po sa akin yung scene na yun sa aking utak. How she saw me for my potential, for what I could be. You know, my mother loves the Lord Jesus. Nung bata pa lang ako, talagang pinagdasal na ako ng nanay ko. Sinasama niya ako sa Sunday school. Pero it turns out na ako po ay talagang uh, lumihis ng daan. But my mom remained faithful, prayed for me, showed me care, and shared Jesus to me. And during this time, Omar, I trust you. Actually, confession po ng mother ko. Uh, pag kami nagkakwentuhan, uh, ngayong matanda na ako, ngayong pastor na po ako, sabi niya, alam mo, gusto kong sugurin yung mga kaibigan mo. <laughs> Talagang kung pwede lang, galit na galit siya dun sa mga kaibigan ko at gusto yung sugurin. But instead, she held on to her faith and lifted me up to the Lord. She saw me the way God saw me. And the Lord, who is sovereign and full of mercy and grace, worked in my life and in my situation. We should see people the way God sees them. Na mayroon silang pag-asa. Kahit ano pang nakaraan nila, kahit ano pang nagawa nila, or kahit paano pa sila ngayon. We can see them as God sees them. We recognize no one by the flesh. But if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Kaya napaka-importante po nung mensahe na atin dapat ihatid sa kanila. The change is possible through Christ. The heart of the Father. Right? The heart of a missionary. And now, what do we need to do? To take action. Right? Paano ba ito? How can we act as God's missionary? Kailangan ba nating uh, mag-resign sa ating mga trabaho at uh, gawin na lang ito full-time? Hindi po. Simple things that we can do to be God's missionary, to be messengers of God in our workplace. Alam niyo po, in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, ito po yung commission. Ito tinatawag natin Great Commission. And this is where CCF's mission of to honor God and make Christ-committed followers who will make Christ-committed, Christ-committed followers is based from. In Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, sabi doon, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Ang mission na binigay is go and make disciples of all nations. Ito po yung huling salita ng Panginoon bago siya umakit sa langit. Right? Kayo po ba pag umaalis kayo ng bahay, if you take a trip at kayo nagbibilin, anong binibili nyo dun sa may iwan sa bahay? Mga importanteng bagay, di po ba? O pag nagkaroon ng emergency, tawagan mo itong number na ito. O eto yung combination ng safe. Nandyan yung mga importanteng dokumento. No? O wag mong kalimutan na gawin ito. When, when we are about to leave, we remind people of the important things that needs to be done. Eto po. Ang Panginoon, bago siya mag-ascend into heaven, this is what He shared. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. This is the Great Commission. And all of us are to take part in this. How? How can we make disciples? Pag sinabi po natin, make disciples, make followers of Jesus Christ. And we can do that by being missionaries in our workplace. Bibigyan ko lang po kayo ng a few things for us to remember as we do this. One, Pray. Pray for people and pray with people. This is so, something that we can simply do. 
Make a list of 10 people that you will pray for to come to Christ and look for opportunities to pray with them. No? Kaya po ba natin gawin ito? Walang may kayang gawin. Kaya po natin gawin ito. Pray for people, tama? Kung mayroong mga tao sa ating buhay, sa office or sa, sa eskwelahan, kung saan man, let's make a list. Lord, can you bring to mind people that I can pray for? Make a list. Right? The Apostle Paul, as a missionary, as a heart of a missionary, prayed for people. Sabi dito, Ephesians 3, 14-16, For this reason, I bend my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner self, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to all the fullness of God. Ang dalangin ni Apostol Pablo ay malaman at maranasan ng mga tao ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon para sa kanila. He prayed for people. And so should we. Jesus prayed for us. We are to pray for people. Right? Dahil yung pagbabago ng puso ng tao, hindi po yan sa galing natin. Hindi po yan sa, sa galing ng ating pananalita. Subalit sa pagkilos ng Panginoon sa puso nila. And that's why we need to pray for people. Pray for people. No? Meron po ba kayong mga kasama na uh, nahiinis kayo? Alam niyo po, isang natutunan ko kay Pastor Bong, uh, sinare po niya sa akin, Omar, kapag meron kang tao na, na hindi, naiinis uh, na, na, ka siguro, no? or may problema ka, no? you're having a hard time, submit to, ipanalangin mo sa Panginoon, dalhawak ng Panginoon ang puso nila. Right? And so, yung, 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 kung tayo ay naiinis sa ating boss, o sa ating kaklase o katrabaho, ano sabi dito? To bend my knees before the Father. Right? To pray for them. Right? To pray for people. Next is we are to care for people. To show genuine concern by intentionally doing something kind for them. No? Ano ba mga bagay na pwede nating gawin para makatulong sa kanila? Alam niyo po, as simple as sending food, uh, uh, asking them how they are, ang laki pong tulong nito, showing care for people. No? Yung po bang mga nakakasalubong ninyo, siguro pag, pagbaba niyo, kung kayo nakatira sa isang condo unit, may security guard sa village ninyo, kung saan man, binabati niyo po ba sila, kinakamusta niyo sila, as simple as asking them how they are, ang napakalaking tulong po nito to show care. How can we show care to people? Maring may napansin ka na, na katrabaho, na hirap na hirap. Lagi na kasi mangot. Maraming meron siyang problema na makakatulong ka. You can ask a simple question. Mayroon ba akong pwedeng ipagdasal para sa iyo? How can I pray for you? At pag narinig mo kanyang prayer request at mayroong opportunity for you to show care, Show genuine care. Right? Pwede ba kitang tulungan? Siguro sinasabi niya, Nako, wala kasi magagawa mag, uh, nitong trabaho ko. Eh, kailangan ko dalhin yung, yung mother ko sa ospital. Pero hindi ako makapag-leave kasi ubos na yung leave ko. Kaya ang sama ng, ng talagang hirap na hirap ako. Pwede magsabihin, pwede bang ako nalang gumawa niyan para masama mo yung mother mo? Many opportunities for us to show care. Sabi dito in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, love in action is, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Good works, love in action. Right? Pwedeng, ang maring mangyari is that after we pray for people and care for them, tanongin nila, bakit ang bait mo? Bakit mo ko tinutulungan? Alam, I'm sure meron ka rin sariling problema. 
And pwede natin silang ituro sa Panginoon. And we can say, sa totoo lang, marami rin akong problema, pero, you know, I really, um, I, I, I really uh, want to help you and share with you that we can find hope in God. Na kahit anong problema ating pinagdadaanan, we can have hope in God. We can point them to God. And finally, share. Share your testimony and the gospel. Pray, care, and share. Now, imagine ninyo, meron kayong isang kasama or uh, kamag-anak or mahal sa buhay na mayroong ter- siguro ka-opisina na terminally ill. Kunwari, no, mayroong malubhang sakit. At sabihin nyo sa kanila, you know, I want to pray for you. And I want to care for you. Sige, babantayan kita, sasamaan kita sa hospital. I will pray for you every day. Right? And then, nalaman mo na, na sinabi sa inyo ng doktor, oh, ito yung solusyon sa kanyang karamdaman. Pag, pag tinake niya itong solusyon na ito, mawawala yung kanyang sakit. No? At sasabihin sa inyo ng kasama mo sa opisina, naku, parang wala na akong pag-asa. Huwag ka maglala. I will pray with you and I will care for you. At hindi na natin isi-share kung ano yung lunas. Kahit alam natin kung ano yung lunas sa kanyang karamdaman, hanggang pray and care, hindi po. There is an opportunity to to share the good news. So kung meron pong pinresenta ang Panginoon na maaari natin ibahagi yung solusyon sa problema natin, the greatest problem of man, then let's go ahead and share that. Share testimony. Pray, care, share. This is one of the simplest ways that we can be missionaries in the workplace. Nice ko pong magtapos with this uh, testimony. Ito po ay isang picture. Nakita niyo po itong tao na ito. This is uh, an HR executive ng isang isang uh, five-star hotel. Siya po ay isang HR executive. And this person, uh, siya po ay nag-attend ng ilang activities ng CCF at tatuwa siya at bagong-bago siya, talagang gusto pa niya matuto. Ito po yung kanyang discipler, tung may pulang circle. Yan po yung nag-disciple sa kanya at nag-mentor sa kanya. Marahil maaari niyo sabihin na, teka, ano bang uh, hindi ko kayang mag-minister dun sa bosko? Actually, yung boss ko, parang wala na pag-asa. Gusto ko mag-minister. Eh, kaso boss ko yan eh. Gusto ko pong paalam sa inyo na this guy, itong discipler, itong HR executive nito, ang profession niya po ay nagda-drive siya. He's a driver. And he is the D-group leader of this HR executive. And because of that, lumago po sa pananampalataya itong HR executive. Ito pong HR executive na ito is Pastor Ned Gochico. Siya po ngayon ang ating National Church Planting Director. And because of somebody who was faithful to the mission to reach out and to mentor Pastor Ned, siya po ngayon ay naglilingkod sa Panginoon. Kamakailan lamang galing po sila sa Bacolod and they opened CCF Bacolod which was attended by 600 people sa opening. Yes, praise God for that. No? All because meron nag-invest po sa kanya. Maraming tingin natin, ako, paano, paano ba ako maging minister dyan? Eh, ang taas-taas ng rango niyan. Hindi po. We have a message to share. We have a responsibility as God's ambassadors. Tayo po ay missionary ng Panginoon to whatever workplace that we are in. Ito po ang mission na binigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We are God's missionary. The workplace is our 
mission field. This is my last verse, and I want to bring us back to our key verse today. In verse 20, Sabidon, Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making an appeal through us. Nakikita niyo po ba yung pagmamahal ng Diyos Ama? Sa verse na ito, God is making an appeal to us? Na parang tayo pa yung sinusuyo? God making an appeal to us? An appeal through us. Sorry, an appeal through us. We beg you, and this is the heart of the missionaries, Apostle Pablo, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. This is the message. He made him who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The Apostle Paul ends his plea with this very important message, the message of reconciliation. Ang mensahe po is, God loves us, but sin has separated us, made us enemies of God. But because of God's great love, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ. He made Him who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, next week po, Holy Week, and sometimes people just go through the week as if it's just part of the calendar. Napaka-importante po ng ating inaalala during Holy Week, and this is it. That Jesus Christ, when He was crucified, He received the wrath of God, the penalty of our sins. Siya po ang umako. So that if we place our faith in Jesus Christ, we can receive the righteousness of God in Him. Yung pong righteousness, yung pagiging tama sa Panginoon, yung pong reconciliation sa Panginoon, hindi po natin ma-achieve on our own. It is something given to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the message we want to share. Sa ating pagtatapos, I just want to pray for all of us. Siguro po, dalawang prayer. The first prayer I want to pray is, kung kayo po ay narito, and maybe you're also watching us, joining us online, kung feeling nyo po, kayo ay nalalayo sa Panginoon. That sin has brought you away from Him. Na feeling nyo po yung inyong pamumuhay has made you an enemy of God. And you want to, you want to be reconciled with God. I want to pray with you this prayer. A prayer that says, Panginoon, I'm sorry for all my sins. I recognize that I am far away from you. But Lord, thank you for this message of reconciliation. That through your Son, Jesus Christ, I can be forgiven of my sins and be reconciled with you forever. Kung yan po ang dalangin ng inyong puso, tayo po ay manalangin. Dear God, I admit that I have sinned against you. Inaamin ko, Panginoon, na sa aking pamumuhay ako ay nalayo sa inyo. Namumuhay ng parang kaaway ninyo. Please forgive me of my sins. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ. That if I place my faith in him, I can receive forgiveness of my sins. And Lord, yan po yung nais ko ngayon. I place my faith in Jesus. I believe that he died for all my sins. Thank you, dear God, for the reconciliation I have with you through him. Hindi po nagtatapos dyan yung good news. The good news is that God wants to use us to also reconcile people to Himself. And so I want to pray a second prayer for all of us. That we will be God's missionaries in the workplace. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, 
nagpapasalamat kami that despite our flaws, despite our limitations, Lord, you have chosen us to partner with you in this great mission of reconciling people to you. I pray, dear God, na bigyan niyo po kami ng courage, ng compassion, ng desire to share your good news, to share your love to our office mates, to our classmates, to our friends, to our loved ones. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon. Help us see people the way you see them. Help us think not only of ourselves, but think of others. Help us be motivated by your love for us, that this love would be extended to others. Maraming salamat, Panginoon. Thank you that we can be your missionaries in the workplace. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless all of you.